What's up, guys? David back with Maverick and Elena. Let's go. Truth and Love podcast, hitting the truth from a biblical perspective or giving a biblical perspective, which is the truth, in a loving way. What's up, guys? What's up, dog? You got that Barbie hat rolling, man. Oh, yes, Just sir. Just kidding. kidding. You like over it, don't here. you? You like it. Oh, I do. I'm, in, I'm honestly jealous, man. I'm, I was going to ask you if I can borrow it after. Hey, <laughs> it's your birthday week, bro. Oh, let's go. Hey, this is, I wish I could say, oh, okay. uh, a gift exclusively do you even know what's in for here, me. Because... I actually do know what's okay. in there. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, he missed the Christmas party on Friday, and that's oh. his actual gift. Oh, okay. And it's his birthday, so I thought, we'll just tie those two together. Oh, let's go. Let's see if Got you like North it. Face mm. Oh, with the City Bridge logo. Oh, wow, I'm officially part of the team. Yeah, you I are got, officially. I got the City Bridge logo. You are a part, bro. Let's go. Do you wear North Face? I was just going to say, you don't really feel like a North Face um, kind of guy. Uh, yeah, no, I'll wear this one. I'll wear this one for sure. Yeah, that, that feels he doesn't like, like it. for sure. He doesn't like it. He's like, no. Yeah. No, I'll be honest. I just, I don't really buy much clothes. So it's just like, I don't know. I just find clothes. They disappear. Man, that surprises me. But I I, I respect that. Um, what's up, guys? Hey, I think this is going to be the first week of January when it's released. So happy 2024 yeah, to everybody. It's great to be it's in the future. It's a new year. It's yeah. great to be in the future. <laughs> Can you believe it's 2024? That is so wild. Is so so wild. wild. It's like, I feel like the year flew by. Flew by. Okay, but think about it. It's only been four years since 2020. And doesn't it kind of feel like... 10. I feel like it, it was, was like yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. See, I feel like I just I've lived a lot of life in the past four years, so maybe <laughs> I just feel differently. I, I feel that same way, but still, it's like, man, that I cannot believe all of that shutdown, all that craziness. But let's not go into yeah, people. Not, Who wants not. to start your new year talking about that? That's bad vibes. Let's that go to good vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> um, well, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to go through a number of different things related to feeding your heart and just kind of what you're consuming. Rapid fire Q&A at the end. But um, this week was a big week culturally in that, like, there was a record um, record video yes. release announcement, which you were telling us about before. Um, yeah, Grand Theft Auto broke the number one. I think it was Mr. Beast held the record before for most views in 24 hours, which is crazy. A, a video game trailer um, besides a music video. I think there's some music videos with more. But, I mean, and it's a video game that is literally based around just, like, everything sinful you can do in life. It's like you can do in the game as an avatar. And so it's like people live vicariously through their avatars. Which is I mean? crazy. Like, I didn't know until five minutes ago. I thought it was a racing game. Grand Theft Auto is not a racing is it, game. And it's never been a racing game? <laughs> never been a racing game. <laughs> Did you know this? I think so. Like, I I, I just took it at face value. Grand Theft Auto, it feels like you're stealing cars, right? Yeah, you steal, you steal cars, cars and then like, you race them. You can steal anything. I don't think you're racing them. I, was, I knew about, like, you're doing bad stuff in the game, you know? Uh, yeah. Like with women and things. Further, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I've never played it, but well, I have first, no interest in it. Okay, what what do you even play Grand Theft Auto on? We're going to talk about you why can this play is it on Xbox, uh, your computer, I think, uh, PlayStation. You can play it. I, I mean, everyone's going to be playing it. It's it's an open world game. It's been, everyone. David. I mean, 146 <laughs> million people just watched the video. That's so crazy. In the last nine days, which is. Insane. And how much of that is because they just have a really – so we're going to talk about what what's a biblical perspective on that and really just feeding your heart in general because that's one way to feed your heart is to participate and stuff like that. But is some of the reason why it got so much attention because it's been 10 years? I think because it's been 10 years and it's the mm -hmm. only game that, I, that comes to my mind. There was another one that tried, but it failed called Cyberpunk. But 
GTA is like the only one that's like you can go do anything. You can steal cars. You can go to a strip club. You can go rob a bank. You can steal a helicopter from a military base. You can go do whatever you want, whenever you want. And it's just, you can walk up to someone on the street and just punch them. You just knock them out. It's so wild. You can do anything. And so I guess the question is, is should you as a Christian be playing those games? Is it good for you? Or is it just like, Hey, like this is just, I'm just got off work and I just want to relax and play my video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is incredibly common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So side note on video games in general, and then we can talk about that. The video game industry is unbelievably massive. Do you know, y'all know this? Oh, I, it's huge. I think it's, I can't remember the stat, but it was like, it was like way bigger than I ever thought. It's bigger than the NFL, NBA, Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball. Yeah. All of those sports plus the annual revenue, the annual revenue for video games is bigger than all of those all, all of those sports? sports plus all of the revenue from Hollywood in a given year. Are you serious? By That's a factor crazy. of five. Oh, I have no clue about that. <laughs> Combine That's all of those, so crazy. multiply it times five, and you get the annual Wait, you're saying the revenue from all of those all of those sports. sports. That is it's so shocking. Crazy. Wow. It may even be more than five now. I mean it's wow. it's it is massive. That's it's insane. like I want to yeah. say 180 billion, and the Hollywood industry is like 10 billion. The NFL That's is like so four. Crazy. Like these things that you're like, they must generate so much. They do, but compared to the video they don't game, have in-app purchases though. <laughs> <laughs> <In-app> purchases, <laughs> but just to show how this yeah. is relevant, at least to a lot of people listening or somebody in your life that is oh, watching yeah. this. And so, going back to your question, I think it's a bigger question: Is it wrong to play GTA? The the biblical question is, how are you monitoring what you're feeding your heart? Yeah, let's say I want to play GTA, but I'm like, listen, obviously I shouldn't go to the strip club, so I'm not going to do that. But I'm still going to jack a car and, you know, rob a bank and do yeah. that stuff. I mean, the scripture says in everything that you do, whether you eat or drink or you play video games, do it in a way that brings honor to God. So, uh, candidly, I don't know enough about GTA to really speak into. Uh, none of those things sound like they're really edifying to the heart <laughs> <laughs> or, like, helpful. So, but um, but could there be, like, exceptions or um, could somebody do it in a way that honor God? Maybe. I, I don't really know. I know that as believers, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, Solomon speaking, and he says, above everything else, guard your heart because everything you do in life flows from that. And so you have the wisest guy. Solomon is called the wisest man who ever lived. He was given by God tremendous wealth and wisdom. Um, God comes to him basically and is like, hey, I'm going to give you whatever you want. And he says, give me wisdom to lead your people. And God says, because you didn't ask for riches or fame or any of that, I'm going to give you basically all the above. Solomon is given tons of wisdom, writes the Proverbs, writes Ecclesiastes, writes Song of Solomon. And he says, above everything else you do, make sure that you protect what you're feeding your heart. Mm -hmm. What you're looking at, what you're uh, participating in, what you're doing, because it's going to impact your heart. And everything you do in life flows from your heart. So I don't think so. But, I mean, I I honestly don't know enough about it. I mean – Think of everything that you shouldn't do, you can do. <laughs> that feels like a miss, right? Okay, but okay, here's here's a a thought that someone might have. Well, I'm not gonna like robbing a bank, I could feed my heart robbing a bank. I'm never gonna do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like but, Yeah, I think I could rob a bank in the game a million times and I'm never gonna wake up you're in the You're never morning gonna pull the like, trigger in real life. I think it's time. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, like but, but at the same time, 
it's like you are feeding, like you're feeding something when you're doing those things. You're, I mean, you're I'll giving think about it. Like when I walk into that. Chase Bank, I'll think, could I rob this <laughs> could bank? Could I do it? <laughs> oh I've done it so many times. People? Where are the cameras? <laughs> yeah. But like the concept of like you are making yourself almost, cra- like the more you feed something, the more you crave it. Yeah. Almost yeah. like, you know how if you eat like really bad food, like chilies, for example? <laughs> Whoa, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's very relevant fired. in the last 24 Shots hours. fired. Very okay, relevant. Yeah, I don't know. About, yeah, probably chilies. That's why actually. he said he was sick yesterday. Yeah. He had stomach. It's because he said he ate chilies three I times. chilies that three for dinner. Three times that one day? Well, no, I had it for dinner. In 24 hours. And then I had it for lunch. And then I had it for dinner again. If yeah, that'll eat, give you a bellyache. Yeah, yeah sure. you eat junk food, you feel like junk. It was a lot of but chips and salsa. But you also kind of crave the junk food more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're feeding the But appetite. if you're feeding yourself sure. like really healthy foods, then you actually start craving like smoothies and vegetables and such wouldn't know <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll train you on but that you <laughs> eat junk food you feel like junk you eat yes. good food you feel you feel better and the same is true with our mind and our heart with what you're feeding it right yeah i mean right the, the, yeah totally and the yeah. same applies not just to food but to grand theft auto i think it applies to tiktok snapchat like what are you we have such a um culture that doesn't actually question hey is this good for me to look at mm-hmm. like is it feeding um, maybe you're single and you really want to be married and you're just watching all these different TikToks of people's proposals or mm-hmm. they're picking say yes to the dress and it's feeding something that's not really healthy. N- people may not say, oh, that's universally sin for anyone to watch a proposal on TikTok. But in your heart, it's feeding something that's not healthy. It's feeding envy. It's feeding mm-hmm. um, Je- yeah. jealousy. Being jealous and being like, why don't I have that? God's withholding something good from me. You yeah. know, just like... So what's the difference between that and when you say, like, if you're a young person who's ready to get married and you desire marriage, like desiring marriage and then watching a proposal video and being like, man, I wish that was me. I think, uh, one, I think we're going to do an entire episode next on idea of marriage. But I think those are are two. You almost have to have enough self-reflection to go, hey, I want to get married, but Every time that I get on TikTok and I watch these proposals, like I find myself in a bad mood. I find myself candidly anxious because I'm like, holy smokes, I'm getting too old. Or <laughs> biological I'm, I'm, clock. You know, my biological <laughs> clock is ticking. Or everyone, I find myself honestly kind of in discouraged or more depressed because everybody else yeah. seems like they have everything perfect in life. And so I think you can still desire to be married, to be married and also not feed yourself things that are going to increase uh, unhealthy feelings, emotions, thoughts. I mean, yeah. The Bachelor is the same thing. Like, yeah. People will watch The Bachelor, which is called reality TV, and it's anything but reality, mm-hmm. if we're being honest. Nobody mm-hmm. in most dating relations, no, nobody in dating relationships is like, one guy, 30 <laughs> girls, you get a helicopter Perfect. anywhere you want. Yeah, and this, this is reality. It's the farthest thing from reality, yeah. and that could be feeding yeah. something unhealthy. Yeah, listen, I'm a huge sucker for reality TV. Like, when I, um, like, growing up, even, like, even way before I was a believer, anything, I just loved the Real Housewives, you know? Like, I was, like, in college. Like, <laughs> the Real Housewives. Oh, I used to love, like, the real world and, like, the most ridiculous. The real world. What's the real world? You don't even know what that is. I've yeah, it's a millennial thing. You just, you want to know. It's, oh, okay. it's basically you live in a house with a bunch of strangers and you just, like, live in the house and, like, a bunch of drama, obviously, inevitably Is it, like, Survivor? Ensues. They get voted off? No, you don't get, they you just, just live, live in there? the house. You just live in the house That's and things it? just happen. You know, that's right? the whole. No, yeah, that's, that's the whole yeah. show. Right. Yeah. You just live in the yeah, house. Yeah, it's actually pretty oh, wild. Wait, in different cities and stuff. Like okay. they would have a different city every episode. Anyways, all that to say, I used and you I'm have to live there for like six TV. months. That's yeah, and people end up like dating or like getting it. You know, they put a bunch of strong personalities, it's a bunch of drama. 
Anyways, this isn't about the real world. My point is I knew like that's kind of where I love that type of I, you know, in I just like like TV like that. So when I was single, I like was like I had a rule for myself that I was not allowed to watch The Bachelor because I just knew it was going to like feed this really negative thing in me and like just make me kind of have this unrealistic view or like, you know, all the dates are like, and I'm going to take you on a helicopter and we're going to go up and then we're going to go have um, dinner on the rooftop and then all these people are going to come start singing. I made really a, I wrote a song for you, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you go on a normal date and you're like, what is this guy doing? This guy's a loser. You totally. know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to have like rules like that for myself when I was single because I was like, I just know it's just going to put me in a bad place, like in a bad mood, yeah. even though I was like, I'd pr- I probably fair. like love The Bachelor actually, but I didn't really watch it because I was like, that's not going to do anything good for me. Yeah. Um. So I think it's it's not wrong for anyone to watch it, though. You know what I'm saying? That's the other thing. It's like you kind of have to know yourself and know if you can, like, know if that's not good for you. But some people may be able to watch the TikTok engagement and be like, oh, I'm super happy for my friend and, like, watch it. But I would say that's probably a more minority, yeah. you know, of, of people. <laughs> but I did have a question. Most people aren't happy for their friend when they're getting <laughs> yeah. engaged. No, I saying? mean, for your friends, yes. But it's like you can't really watch that all day long and be single yeah. and want that and be like, oh, I'm super happy for everybody. You know, it's just yeah. like not realistic. Um, but what would you say to the person who's like, grand? let's go back to Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Who's like, hey, I know myself and I know it's not great, but I can handle it. You know, like I'm, I'm not going to. I will know when it's I've gone too far or I will know if it's taking me to a bad place. So I'm just going to do it for a little bit and I'm just going to see. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking specifically about Grand Theft Auto, I I think you just got to ask yourself, is this really honoring to God? Is it putting my heart in more of a posture that's grateful for him, that is more able to love God and love people? Is it is it actually something that I can do and with integrity say it's honoring God? Now, I'm not saying that it can't because I've never seen the game. I've never played it. I don't know, honestly, enough about it. But I think those are the questions across the board that we have to be asking. Um, Whether it's – I mean, let me give you another one. There's like a weird – how do you put this? There's like political – what's coming to mind is political porn. Um, Side note, porn is the same way. You're feeding your heart something. So now your appetite for sex with – every time you watch porn, you're training your mind to think, hey, one woman is not enough. Uh, A real woman is not enough that um, a wife that I'm going to com- be committed to or a husband committed to for the rest of my life is is not enough. And so in that same vein, the reason I say political, not that it has anything to do with porn, but it's almost like just um, doom scrolling that, hey, you're constantly checking the news and constantly – and if you're spending your life constantly wondering about Ukraine or uh, Israel, and we should be informed about those things, but all of the potential chaotic things that could happen today, it's just not going to lead to a, a place of peace that you're flooding and filling your mind with things that are, are not helpful or could be toxic mm-hmm. to you. To go back to that analogy, I think is true. Junk food, when I eat it, it makes me feel like junk. And the same yeah. is true when I'm consuming junk information or junk content, then I'm not going to feel as in line with Christ, mm-hmm. the peace of the spirit, all of those things. Yeah. I th- I was thinking another verse worth mentioning is Philippians 4, 8. Did you mention you didn't mention no. that yet? No, yeah. Um, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I know this is true in my life that when you are thinking on positive things and things that are actually like healthy for you and biblical truths and things that like 
versus and focusing your mind on the right things, you start craving more of those right things. Like yeah. you start wanting more of those right things. And when you're not doing that and you're filling your mind with just stuff that is, like you said, it's not bad. It, we need to be informed, but it has like this negative undertone, this yeah. like doomsday undertone. And it's like, you're not, um, that's just not biblical. Do you totally. know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why he said that. And I personally think it's way bigger than we can understand right now. Like, of 100%. how, like, I, yeah, I think there's a bigger reason for that because it's like, we can't, there's so many things we can't control. There's so many things that we just have to trust God with. And um, there's a big reason why he told, he tells us to do this. And it doesn't mean we have to just ignore reality, but it, there is something to it. I mean, yeah, but that's, now you made it, I, I, I feel like, like for me, I love Call of Duty too, right? Which is arguably worse. I'm literally committing like genocide every night <laughs> i'm on there just <laughs> killing so many people in funny, a game actually. okay um so like that could that's honestly probably like could be worse than like what some people are going to do with gta yeah yeah um yeah. and like i don't even see i just see it as like pixels on a screen like yeah. it's not uh-huh. it's not it's just relaxing yeah it doesn't sound like it would be but it is i think what you're doing is you're checking out yeah, right? yeah, I mean, it's it's giving you a space yeah, to and check and out. I'm hanging out with my friends. We're all online together. You know what I mean? And so playing it's just the like, game. Yeah, so it's just like hanging out with your bros, uh, being competitive. Yeah, like, like guys do. Okay, so here's a hot take. The reason I think the video game industry is so successful or is so popular, like has billions and billions of people, is because people are searching for purpose. They're searching for clarity on like, hey, what's a victory? Like I step into that game yeah. and I know exactly what the target is, what the objective is in a lot mm-hmm. of games. And I know what to do and I know what winning is. And and uh, if I work hard enough at it, then I can be successful. And I think people are searching for that in life in general. Mm-hmm. And they're reaching for control, all of which are not great places to find that control. So I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody playing. What's the game? GTA? No, no, no. Or the other Call one. Call of Duty? Call of Duty. <laughs> I always think Halo. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I just think you need to be careful and monitoring like, man, am I turning this check out? There's a pastor. I mean, this is convicting on so many fronts. There's a pastor who once said that social media will provide clarity on the day of judgment, that prayerlessness was not for a lack of time, Mm. that social media and people spending a ton of time, hours on Mm -hmm. the screen, uh, when Jesus comes back, will provide clarity that prayerlessness, our lack of spending time in prayer, was not because we didn't have enough time. It's because we checked out or we're distracted from that. And so I think you just got to be honest and, and find out, hey, when am I turning to this? Maybe it's at the end of a hard day. And maybe it's the same thing with pornography or with shopping or with any other different thing and evaluating, hey, how am I feeding my heart something that may not be honoring to God, mm-hmm. may not be helpful, and candidly may cause me to miss out on the reason that I'm here. So then what are, what am I supposed to do? Like, how, like, can I play Madden football video game? Like, what's, what's honorable to God in, like, that sense of, like, what activities can I do in, like, that's honoring, I guess. Yeah, I'm not even saying that you can't honor. Um, I, again, I just don't know enough about the specific games, but I am saying, hey, you're right. I'll 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 get on GTA <laughs> and I'll just start preaching on the street corner and talk to everybody. <laughs> can you? Can you? you that? Yeah, no you way. Oh, That's you totally crazy. Could. Yeah, I bet there's people who do. There probably 
right? <laughs> probably. That is, and I don't know that we're encouraging that. I'm just saying, hey, <laughs> one thing you need to make sure that, hey, I am taking in the right inputs into my life. Am I spending time regularly in God's word? Am I spending time regularly living authentically with other people in my life? Am I spending time regularly taking my fears, everything I'm facing, bringing those to God in prayer? Am I spending time listening to God? Am I spending time being still, being silent? If the answer to all those is no, probably not the time to spend a lot of you know mm-hmm. time and energy towards all the other things that we've mentioned that could be filling that, whether it's yeah. Love Island and that show on Netflix mm-hmm. or whether it's GTA or Call of Duty or any of those things. So, hey, what am I t- taking in? I will say, so going back to Call of Duty, I will say, like, I actually know a group of guys that um, play Call of Duty, and they're like, well, I only play when all my friends are online. Can't you, like, play with other oh, people? I don't play if my friends aren't online. Yeah, that's yeah, the only so time it's I'll like play. A co- they would say, David, it's like a community thing and, like, oh, a camaraderie. It's huge and I was thinking, like, reasons why people, you know... I will, the thing that has in common about like Netflix shows, reality TV, social mm. media, video games, it is all like you said, like numbing. And there's this like, it is relaxing mm. in a way because you're like, your brain kind of shuts off, you know? Mm. And you're just like, you forget about your day. You forget about all like just your problems, things you're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. All of it kind of gets just put on a shelf for a second and you just kind of numb out and just like have fun and whatever. But there is an element of, like, Call of Duty where they're like, oh, it's with all my friends. And so, like, I guess you guys are, are you guys, like, shooting people together and, like, going in <laughs> on stuff. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's got their headsets and mics and stuff. So you can you, you can talk real time with everyone and, yeah, do missions and, and win games. But you're just, like, you're playing other groups of people that are also doing the same thing. So, like, it's basically my eight friends versus another group of eight friends. And we will get on there. And in between the matches, we'll just talk trash to each other. Like, oh, you guys suck. Like, we're going to win. Like, you guys, you guys ain't. And uh, is it that different from paintball then? Like in person? Yeah, it's like paintball in person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Again, I I don't think the point is you should feel bad if you play Call of Duty. I think the point is, as believers, we're to be sober-minded, to live with eternity in mind, to monitor what we're feeding our heart, and to seek to do to do nothing that would not honor God and to ask, hey, is this honoring to God? So I, those are the questions to ask and then play Call of Duty or play paintball. But I think most people never even ask those questions. Like it's very yeah. rare to even reflect on, oh, maybe I should take a break from this for yeah. a while. But I think like the undertone of the whole playing with friends thing is like what you what a lot of guys actually like about that is the friendship. And I think it can be hard for guys yeah. to like – um, it's easier for guys to have friendship when you guys are doing something together. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So you have this camaraderie around Call of Duty, and it's kind of easy because you aren't even really in person. You're just kind of talking on the headphones and everything. Yeah, it's so but easy. But <laughs> there's this element so where it's like, <laughs> it's like you could take it, like, offline and, like, go hang out with those guys, you know? You can. Like, you can, you know, we can we can branch out. You can, but, like, I'll play with, like, my best friend who's in New Jersey and my best friend in Atlanta, Georgia, and my friends in California, and we can all get on and play together and have a great time, and we're never going to see each other outside of that. Yeah. And if we stop playing for months, we don't talk. Yeah. Like, our friendship is based around, like, it's like if you had friends at the basketball court— your friendship is based around basketball. You're still friends with them. Yeah, But yeah. if you stopped playing basketball, you're just not going to see them as much. Sure. So it's like the same kind of thing. Yeah. But I, I think like what we're craving though is like the community, which is actually a biblical thing. We're craving like this, re- like a moment of relief from our stress, which like God would actually want us to go to him for that, totally. you know? And 
we're craving like peace, which is something like God offers. And it's like a lot of times we use these other things. We're missing an opportunity to actually have like the real thing, which Mm -hmm. is like what God offers us and what like friendships with other believers offers us and like these deep, rich things that we, it's kind of easier to do Mm -hmm. all those other things like social media, watching TV. Like like for me, like mine is definitely watching TV. Like watching TV really helps me relax and like just turn my brain off. Mm -hmm. I think all of us kind of have a go-to thing. Um, but I mean, even this conversation is convicting for me because I'm like, yeah, that's a really good point. Like if, if I'm not spending more time like in God's word or like focusing on what is noble and pure and true and I shouldn't be spending more time on like social media or watching TV or just trying to like forget about things. Yeah. You, know? so you think you should spend more time in prayer and studying than and, w- and with God than social media or TV or video games? I was more like... Yeah. And I don't think it has to be like, oh, I'm reading... I've read my Bible for two hours. That's going to be real convicting if we look at our screen. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not going to be like, oh, I read my Bible for two hours, so I only get less than two hours of TV. I think it's more also of like a... Yeah, that's what An all-day, like, just acknowledgement of, like, abiding, basically. Yeah. You know, and just... um, I don't know. What would you say? No, I think it's not like a, hey, let's like make sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your number of hours, but the posture of your life yeah. like, posture it, of your life. is yeah. acting in a way that, hey, I want to spend time with God. God, is this what you would have me do? I mean, you could be, whether it's praying for 30 minutes in the morning or whether it's like praying throughout the day, hey, God, I, I'm going to go play with my friend from New Jersey. Man, is that the best use of time right now? And having kind of an ongoing posture of going, man, I want to honor God and I want to also give myself space to, um, like, I did fantasy football for years. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, biblical necessarily. It provides a lot of the same things. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be talking. I don't even, like, care about the NFL. But I'm, like, keeping somewhat up with it, and I'm keeping on the group text. Yeah. Um, and I'm just kind of deepening in relationships. In fact, we did it with all the porch leaders for, like, a decade. Mm-hmm. And it just pr- provided another, another touch point strategically. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's a legalism, but, yeah. I think just monitoring what you're consuming and, man, what is this feeding my heart? And is it good? Yeah, that's hard because things can creep into legalism really quickly. Totally. And that's not really the goal. It's just like more of a mindfulness of like, what are you feeding your heart? What are you thinking about? If you're feeling anxious or stressed or in a bad mood, like what have you been consuming in the past 24, 48 hours? Like what does that look like? And um, it can quickly turn legalistic, which is not the goal of the conversation. Totally. 100%. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, I've got some rapid fire okay, Q and A's. Let's go. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read a lot of them. Okay. And then we can pick let's the pick ones some. that seem best. Okay. Uh, what is wrong with the la- uh, with the Mormon Church? Um, long distance relationship tips. Any advice with someone who the sexual tension builds with distance? Do women only have authority to preach to other women? Uh, when, that one. <laughs> when is it okay to uh, change churches? How to identify false teachers? Um, uh, birth control question mark. How do I know if the person I'm dating is the person I'm supposed to marry? Um, thoughts on secular TV shows like The Office or Friends or shows like that, which I feel like we kind of just hit. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you handle mismatch of stages of life and dating if everything else is in agreement? What to do if you desire marriage but hate dating because it's stupid, <laughs> confusing, and miserable? No one actually. Oh, that's from Maverick. Actually. <laughs> Never related um, more. <laughs> <laughs> Best dating advice to give to a single woman who wants to get married. 
Um, is there a scenario when breaking up with a Christian girl who treats you well is valid? Advice for when going through a dry season with God. Um, is that some e- good ones. Yeah, yeah is it an is. equally yoked referring to unbeliever, believer, or spiritual maturity? Oh, that's a good one. That yeah, is a good yeah. one. Um, best advice for college students, difference between God not doing bad things but allowing them to happen. Man, that's some Ooh, really good ones. How one. to get over someone you never dated but he led me on. I'll be honest. I'm forgetting <gasps> you're reading so that's many. That's a good one. I like that one. How to get over somebody you never dated, but yeah. he led you on. Didn't uh-huh. we do one on like guy naivety and or is that one coming oh, yeah. out? She's very passionate about that topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> there's some, there's some, you. There's some trauma there. <laughs> actually, anyways, I'm not going there. Uh, okay, is it unequally- <laughs> it actually didn't happen to me, but it's happened to a lot of people I know. I think unequally yoked will be one that I can just quickly answer. That's coming from Second Corinthians seven fourteen, no six fourteen. Um. And it basically is Paul saying, do not be equally, do not be unequally yoked with non-believers. And in the context, he's talking about a number of different relationships, work, marriage, relationships. And the the answer or what the illustration of yoked, because we don't really talk about that, would be two ox in a field would have a yoke put on them. And they were equally yoked if they would pull basically the farming equipment at the same level, at the same pace and in the same direction. They'd be called unequally yoked if the two ox, if one of them was not able to keep up with the other one, or it was trying to pull it in a different direction. And so Paul uses that to say, hey, as it relates to the key arenas of life, like marriage, you should be both pulling in the same direction and pulling uh, uh, at the same rate, so to speak. So it kind of has to do with both. Like mm-hmm, it's yeah. like you should be um, both believers. That's for sure in question. Paul says don't marry unbelievers. And then you also ideally – would be married to someone or you would be dating somebody that has a spiritual depth and maturity. They didn't just become a believer yesterday and you didn't just become a believer yesterday. And the tra- trajectory of your life is pulling in the same direction. Thoughts? Y'all would add? Um, yeah. I mean, I think you hit it. Like, I think it's even outside of like that verse is really good outside of even um, Christian dating. I mean, if you guys are like, or not outside of Christian dating, but outside of like dating as a Christian, I guess is yeah. like, if yeah. you're like, Hey, I really want to start my own business. And she's like, hey, I really don't want to do that. That's too scary for me. I don't like that kind of, like, you guys got to be on the same life path heading forward. Yeah. Know what you're going into and walking into. Yeah, totally. Uh, What other ones popped out? I know we read a ton. Yeah. There was one in there about um, what to do if, like, you're dating someone and they are a Christian Mm -hmm. and, like, they're, like, everything biblically right, but you're just not, like, he wants to break up with her. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think, man, if you can't cherish her and love her or him, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but let's say they you're dating somebody, they check all the boxes, but you still just don't have interest in moving forward. I think you should tell them that and you should probably leave the relationship. First uh, Samuel 16 talks about how God doesn't look at the outward appearance, but he looks at the heart. And so for whatever reason, if they have all the characteristics the Bible says to look for in a spouse from Titus 1, 1 Timothy 3, Proverbs 31, and they meet those biblical criteria, and yet you are not interested in moving forward, it could be that you're not in a season where really you should be dating because you're not ready to get married. Or it could be that you're looking at shallow things that really are not what God says to look for in a spouse or to build a marriage on. And you need to take a break just to ask God, hey, will you change my heart to love the things that you love? And not love the things that the world loves, because God loves someone whose heart is Ooh. devoted to Him. That's a hard conversation to have. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Be fun. I don't envy whoever you. that is. That is that is tough. Yeah, but it could be. I mean, like the at the end of the day, 
the reality, and I've had this before. I was dated. I remember dating girls. It's like, man, they're they love Jesus. They were a pretty girl. They had character. They had all these things, and it just wasn't there. And that may have been entirely on me, like truly, it may have been <laughs> all on me. But I just was like, man, I'm not interested in not this movie. It. It's the chemistry. Mm-hmm. We did an episode on chemistry one time, mm-hmm. and um, we should do an episode on that. How important yeah. is chemistry? Mm-hmm. And the reality is, it's as important as you need it to be. Mm-hmm. And and like, if you don't have interest, and they ha- check all those boxes, it's crazy hearing you say that because I feel like I've heard you say so many times, like, just. Find the most Christian girl in here and just ask yeah. her out. Just be a man. Walk up and just ask the most Christian girl yeah. out. And just, like, y- yeah, like, you should. Okay? <laughs> I'm talking to you. Um, no, we, we did a longer episode one time. Let's, let's, run a, let's do another one because okay. I think that's true. And here's the problem at the porch or, like, when you teach on dating to, to a huge group. So it's not the problem at the porch. It's the problem on, like, teaching to a massive, which is where mm-hmm. I was teaching at the porch. Of course. Is you're trying to, like, paint vision, cast vision, paint big picture for the um, masses. And a lot of those guys do need to stop looking for this unicorn girl that um, has had the perfect story, knows every verse of the Bible, loves to bake, is constantly obsessed with their fitness, and just wants to serve them. Like, that probably doesn't exist, and they're yeah. not going to date you. And so you need to look for somebody, you know, who... It's like, even if that does exist, what makes you think they want you? Yeah. <laughs> Let and me so know. Look for what God comments. says is best out there. Uh, but any other ones? Because I know we're running out of time. That um, I feel like we can cover some of the other ones in another. Okay. There's some good ones in there. But yeah, we need to come back to the chemistry because we have, I have said that many, many times. And I would say both of those can coexist. I don't know that I've ever heard you admit that you like, you were like, it, there just wasn't something there. Basically chemistry. I don't know that yeah. I've heard you admit about that. me and a girl. Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really? funny. I don't think yeah. so. Because um, you would have told me, well, hey, you're looking for the wrong things then. No, that, right. That's what all you right. would have said to me. I'll say it for you me. You want to defend yourself, David. I, no, I'll give you my answer. I think I was just at a stage where I just really, like, could I have married her or could I have dated her or could I have continued? Yes. Did I want to? No. And that's okay. And that's okay. And it I may be on okay. me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like totally. I may be like, I'm too busy or I just don't really want to, or I'm not that interested. Or um, if I was five years older and I was like, man, uh, totally, I really yeah. want to get married and I'm ready. That would have totally been different. But for whatever reason, in that season of life, it was like, man, I'm just not interested. And I'm not even saying that's right, biblical, or like Jesus. I'm just saying. That's just what happened. It's just the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. I'm just not But interested. I think that frees people up because I think a lot of people can get like stressed out of like, well, I have to marry her because there's not really good reason why I wouldn't. Yeah. You know? And it's like, if you're, let's just chalk it up to, let's just say maybe you're not even mature enough or ready for that. And like, that's okay. Totally. You know? So don't, don't go like making that girl go down that path with you. Totally. If you're not right? ready, yeah. If you're get not out. ready. Yeah, and get yeah. out once you know that. Let's yeah. go. All right. Hey. Y'all killed it. Yes. All I'm right. glad we good got job. that off your chest today. I know. I've been <laughs> holding on to that for you 15 years, clearly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's it. We'll see you next week on Truth and Love Pod. Peace.